This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 22, Get Accepted at a University in the United States. Three tips. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Are you applying to college or graduate school in the United States or an English-speaking country? Today, Lindsay and Michelle will give you three things that you must pay attention to to make sure you get into the university of your choice. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, Michelle? How are you? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Today, we're talking about getting into a university in the US. I know a lot of our listeners, they may already be studying in the US or they want to study in the US or another English speaking country like Canada. A lot of people want to go to now, right? Australia, right, Michelle? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my gosh, Australia. Oh, I would love to go there. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about our personal stories real quick. Um, okay. Michelle, where did you go to college? I went to the University of Maryland. Nice. And that was a big school, right? Yes. It's a very big school. Yeah. It's a very, it's like your very typical college campus. Lindsay, Uh, what about you? Oh, yeah. We had opposite college experiences, Michelle. I went to a small school, same region though, in Virginia, in Fredericksburg, Virginia, called University of Mary Washington. Right. Yeah. It was only about five, 6,000 students. Oh, wow. Was tiny, but I was actually looking at even smaller colleges than that in New England. Oh my like goodness! I'm glad I didn't go to something that small, but it was beautiful. The campus it sold me when I went to visit. Just gorgeous Jeffersonian architecture. Um, I had a blast. I mean, college is great, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh, it's a time. It's a very special time. I still look back at it fine fondly, and yeah, there's you know. It's, it's just kind of like a rite of passage. A rite of passage for sure. Then today we're here to give you guys three tips of three things you can do to make sure you get in, right? Because we got to get in before we can go. <laughs> so yep. what is our first tip to our listeners to prepare yourself to apply? This is even before you submit any applications, right? All right. Yeah. Well, here's the first tip. This is very important. The first one is clean up your social media accounts. Ooh. Oh my gosh. We have this stat that says that 30% of American admissions counselors check applicants out online and maybe even higher than that. We don't know, but we know now whether you're applying for a job or college. Yeah, we do this, don't we? We search. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to have anything up there that could kind of make somebody question you. So, um, you know, just go, just take a look through and make sure and, you know, better safe than sorry. If you're not sure, just take it down and then, or, 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 you know, put it back up 
you know, once you're in college, whatever. Yeah. I mean, think of yourself as a brand. I think later in the next few episodes, uh, later in this podcast, we do interview someone about, you know, building a brand of you, right? Branding yourself. But think of yourself as a brand. Even at the age of, you know, 17, 18, you're thinking about college, you are kind of a brand in a way and you need to present yourself to this college. That also means, I think, getting on LinkedIn. Michelle. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Think? LinkedIn is huge. LinkedIn is very important. I feel like everybody has to have at least something on LinkedIn. Yeah. And a lot of our listeners on this show are professionals and they definitely use LinkedIn. We'll talk about yes. LinkedIn more on All Ears English, but there's never it's never too early to start. By 17, you've probably had a couple jobs, a couple internships. You want to go ahead and make sure you have a LinkedIn profile, maximize it, optimize it, get quotes from people, get recommendations, right, Michelle? Do all of that stuff. Right, right, right. Exactly. Um, so should we move on to the next Okay, tip? let's move on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, yes. so the next one is to stay on top of deadlines. And I don't know if there's any tip that's actually more important than this. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. You have, you know, in some cases, you might have to take the SAT, the TOEFL, the IELTS. And by the way, Michelle, if they're taking IELTS, where do they need to go right now? Oh, the IELTS Energy Podcast. Go yes. over and listen to Jessica and Aubrey. Yes, exactly. Our our All Ears English, our team has an IELTS podcast and we have 14 years of examiner experience there. But there's also other things like college essays, applications, letters of recommendation. So how would you handle this, Michelle? How would you handle a, building a calendar for oh, yourself of deadlines? Yeah. Oh, well, how would I handle it? I mean, mm-hmm. I would just have tons and tons of lists or like maybe like a chalkboard, Yeah. Um, you know, or a dry erase board where I had everything listed. I also like to do alarms in my phone on oh. certain dates. So um, mm-hmm. I, I would maybe you would color code something. I don't know. There are yeah. a lot of options. I think it's very personal to everybody. Yeah, I think the bottom line here is make this your business. Right? right. Make it your business to get accepted to a college that you love. That means you got to have files, folders, Google Drive, spreadsheets, Go for it, guys. Get organized because the number one skill that, you know, obviously you need to have to succeed in life is organizational skills. And if you can't even get into college because you're not organized, things are not starting off well. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yes. You have to show that you're organized, that you don't miss those deadlines. Exactly. And then the last one is a little more intangible, Michelle. What is this? All right. Well, this one is find the right fit. And this is also so important. I mean, Mm -hmm. guys, like maybe it sounds like a great school. Maybe you know the name and it sounds perfect and everything, but it might just not be the right fit for you. You have to think about what is going to suit you. Like, do you want a big school? Do you want a small school? Mm -hmm. What's your major? Um, What's kind of the culture at the school? Um, Do you want a typical college experience on a big college campus or do you want to be in a city? So many things. Things yeah. to think about. Oh my gosh, it's so true because there's so many different schools in the US and the world that could have such different experiences. Like um, for me, in my case, I thought I didn't really want the Greek live. I didn't want the big school. Although now that I think about it, I kind of wish I sort of had had that, the big mm-hmm. you know, football games, the all the excitement that a big college brings. Do you feel like you made the you had the right fit in your college, Michelle? 
Yeah, I think overall, like there are some things like maybe in my major um, that like could have been maybe a little bit different. But overall, like I'm happy where I went to school. I liked I I I liked having like that typical college, yeah, you know, experience. So yes. uh, I didn't do Greek like life or anything like that. But you know, it was fun to have the games, and I lived right in freshman and sophomore year. I lived right across from the stadium, and oh, to hear the songs, and so so definitely, I'm happy where I went to school. I did like my experience. So fun. So fun. What is Greek life, by the way, for our listeners? Before we finish up, I want to make sure they know that term that we just said. Greek life. Yes. What does that mean? Are we talking about Greece going to Greece? And or sororities. <laughs> so these are like, you know, you have to kind of bid or whatever you call it or apply to get into them. It's basically mm -hmm. like groups of friends and they call each other their brothers and sisters. And it's okay. like a club and it, people people really love them. There's also a lot of problems that they can sometimes yes, run hazing, into. for example, right? The initiation right. process of applying. Sometimes people are forced to do crazy things. It's yeah, there's a lot of controversy right now in the news about that too. But I think campuses are, are cracking down on initiations. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the good thing about Greek life, I guess I've never really been involved, but I guess you do have a, a close club and for networking for later in life, it may connect you to professional opportunities. Right. Maybe. Yes, there are a lot of benefits to it. So I didn't yeah. do it, but I know people who did it and I loved it. Absolutely. So check that out, guys. But follow these three tips to make sure you are applying to the right place and that you're doing it in the right way. We're so excited to hear about your success. Right, Michelle? That's right. That's right. All right, Lindsay. Well, this has been fun. Guys, listen to us four days a week. Yep. Follow All Ears English and we will see you on the next one. We'll be back soon for more. All right, Michelle, have a good day. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.